you need to come here, Mary. You need to come here. They're going to help her. You have to come here. They're wonderful. This is what I heard from my friend Jeannie. Rose, my daughter, was three weeks old. She was in a children's hospital here in California. We had worked very hard to secure a surgeon for her as it is um, not often done that trisomy 18 babies are given heart repair. When I was pregnant and naive to the diagnosis and to being a mother to a child with trisomy 18, I just assumed this was because these kids don't live. And I figured if my child lived, the care would be there. And I just needed to secure a surgeon because I had faith and hope my child would live. If she lived, I knew she needed heart surgery. I did not understand the very uh, rock solid firm belief that heart repair for trisomy 18 and 13 is unethical. It is seen as unethical to some institutions. There's something called futility law which means the medical profession decides which is more harm than good as they make medical choices. It's a busy profession. There's millions of other children besides our children. Um, What has happened is T18 and T13 are often neglected, ignored, uh, discriminated against, old beliefs, outdated beliefs, protocols just followed, and if you are pregnant or you have a child with a heart condition um, with a chromosomal disorder you need to speak up and you need to climb out of that funnel (laughs) and we need to change things so why was my friend saying this to me I was in California at a hospital my daughter being three weeks old and nothing was being done to figure out what her heart needed Um, We were in a heart center. We were in the CVICU, which is a cardiovascular intensive care unit, which is very wonderful for heart kids. Um, Omaha's just even beginning this now. Radies has a specific heart center where heart kids remain on one floor, one unit. Um, So I thought we were in the best place, maybe even in the world, for her. Um, They planned on doing nothing. We had echoes, we had a surgeon, we had daily cares in the heart center, and I'm going to say it again, they planned on doing nothing. My friend could see this, I at times could see this, I didn't want to believe this. Get to Omaha (laughs) was starting to be said to me, and I still didn't want to believe it. Finally, when my daughter was three weeks old, I was brave enough to write out a consult list, never, ever believing that I would use it. I know a lot of you are there right now. I, I see a lot of your posts. I talk to a lot of you. Um, I comment on your posts or maybe send you a private message or watch your journey. Um, there's a lot of people that are sitting in care that is not full full intervention and you need to get help how do you
do you get help? <laughs> well, just as my friend Jeannie kept telling me, you need to get here, you need to get here. I followed her blog and her journey and cheered her on and was so excited about her daughter. <laughs> Leaving their home state, flying through the snow, getting to amazing care. Um, what an exciting adventure to support and cheer on and, and um, share. But for her, <laughs> for me, it felt impossible. I have no money. Um, my husband had lost his job. Uh, what else? I have five other children. She only has one baby. Just everything. Uh, will my insurance uh, cover that? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm just going to be really blunt and say, knock it off. <laughs> I had to say it to myself and I'm going to say it to other parents. If you have a CHD child and you have a rare trisomy child, your first thoughts and energy need to not be worry and money. It needs to be about getting fair care. So what I did was I put a list together of consults. We consulted, we consulted UCSF, Stanford, uh, uh, Children's Hospital LA, um, who else did we do? Um, we did Dr. Huddleston, who was wonderful, at Cardinal Glennon, um, the Dallas Heart Center in Missouri. And we did Omaha, Nebraska. Why? Because Jeannie sent me a picture of his business card of this doctor named Dr. Hamill. And she said, send your echoes on FedEx to him now. Do you think I did it? I didn't. <laughs> I waited another week and so I talk urgently to people I talk blunt to people but I know what you're feeling because I was there um, I truly felt like that would not be necessary for me even when I made the consults it was more to scare my hospital into doing what was right and I still never believed I would leave and when I gave a hint of it to my husband and to my family, it was met with complete panic. How? Where would we go? How would you be gone? The boys need you. What could you do? Well, it's going to be someone's birthday. It's going to be someone's holiday. It's going to be Christmas. Whatever it's going to be. Um, uh, you know, all that happens. And I know that happens for all you parents too. So I'm not going to minimize the stress of that. But I do want to empower you to just put a lid on that. Just put a lid on that worry and get your consults. I printed out a list of these consults. Um, and I put the heart center and the phone number. And the heart center and the phone number. And the heart center and the phone number. And then guess what I did? I got a brave. <laughs> and I took my phone and I called each number. And I said, my daughter is in need of heart repair. We do not agree with the prognosis given here. You can also say help. <laughs> um, this is standard protocol and nobody tells a pregnant mom this. We go to a million doctor meetings. We go to a lot of scary conversations with geneticists and we get to waste hours hearing the ways our child's gonna die. 
when I would like to take the time to share with you how to get your child the care they need so your child's going to live. Always have consults. You could even be in Omaha, Nebraska working with Dr. Hamill. I recently talked with a mom who I spoke with her and just empowered her and heard her wishes for her child. She's in Omaha. She is still there. She's doing good. She has what she needs, but she needed to make a consult list and she needed to start asking for consults and she needed to start saying she was going to leave. Nowhere is going to be as protective as the mom. So if you feel lost on how to do that, I'm telling you right now, have a list of consults. There's a certain type of hospital talk. There's a certain type of hospital administration talk. There's things hospitals need to see to truly believe you that you want your child to live. And when they start seeing these things, if they're a decent place, they act accordingly and they start to treat your child for life and not for death. One of those pieces that shows you are a parent that wants your child to have life-saving care, one of them is you bring consults. Do not worry about offending anybody. This is your child. You will leave that hospital. They'll go on to their thousands of other patients. Um, this is your child and you need to speak for them. So, have your list of consults. Even pregnant, it'll help you find um, better care. You share that with everyone and they'll tell other, other people, wow, this mom's serious. She has a list of consults. Ooh. Um, as you call each consult, introduce yourself, get the person's name, get the administrator's name, email. Um, just be kind, email them, tell your story, and send those echoes your echocardiogram your medical notes they're your rights you send them how do you get them you ask for them <laughs> if you're ever told you can't have them it is your right so you first give the list of consults and you ask they be sent directly to the surgeon you're consulting with if that is met with a lot of opposition then you demand your medical records for yourself then you go to FedEx and you FedEx them to the number of your consults. Very important. And if it feels overwhelming, then just have three consults, okay? Maybe one in your area that another trisomy family has shared with you that is friendly. Soft might have information, support organization for trisomy. Uh, soft might have information if they're friendly. And then you place a call yourself. Uh, you leave a good contact number, you leave a good email address and you will eventually talk with the surgeon or the administrator who has talked with the surgeon and you'll get an idea of if they feel they can help your child or not. Do not waste their time asking them about insurance. They will help connect you to the caseworker or you yourself can look into it. You want to stay focused and talk about the heart. Um, people do this all the time. You can figure that out. It is most important to get a surgeon on board to get communication with consults, to introduce yourself, to um, decide who's for you and who isn't for you. You can know pretty quick, you're interviewing them too. It's not just them interviewing your child, you're interviewing them too. If somebody is saying, 
um, rude things or telling you trisomy 18 can't live or letting you know their place isn't for you, believe them and move on. Um, so with your consults, you will uh, definitely up your level of care and your options should things go hard. This all takes time. So surgeons usually meet about once a week with their team and they'll go over all new echoes and consults and things mailed in. It takes time. You're competing with a lot of people to have your child looked at and they will look at your child, but you, you want to get on this as soon as possible. Also, if you feel like it's too late, it's never too late. We were very late. <laughs> I reached out to Dr. Hamill when my daughter was three weeks old and we decided to just leave her where she's at. So I talked to him and we just, and I kind of undercut everything he said. Well, her surgeon's doing that. Well, her hospital's doing that. Well, we're doing that. Well, I have six kids. So I basically wasted some time. And I'm going to be blunt, I could have killed my daughter with all my theories. Theories. That's a new word. Theories <laughs> and fears as to why we couldn't do it. So we went three more weeks in um, lethal care care that was just barely enough but not enough and that three weeks I grew a lot and when Rose was six weeks old we headed off urgently she was in critical condition her heart was failing and we went to Omaha we arrived at Omaha and Dr. Hamill operated three days later okay so if you're pregnant if you have a newborn if you're in care that is feeling like they're not going to move towards surgery and you have a CHD child, get your list of consults. If you're inpatient, give it to the unit director. Give it to the charge nurse who really won't do much with it, but you can just say you gave it to them. Give it to the social worker who may or may not be helpful. And you need to ask for a case manager. You yourself need to contact every phone number, introduce yourself. You need to ask for your child's latest echo on disc. You need to ask that her latest echo on disc be sent to your consults. And you need to ask that they be sent to you. And then you can FedEx them to your consults if your hospital's not cooperative. If you're outpatient, it's very similar. Just go to medical records and get your records. I hope this helps somebody today. Um, I will continue uh, to help anybody I can. My daughter's page is at Wisdom Over Worry. On Soft, we have an album made up on how to get to Omaha. Uh, there's plenty of parents there now. Many have gone after me. Amazing people have gone before me. It is not just me. Um, many people can help you. But please, please, please share this podcast with someone you think may need it. All right, thanks, guys. Bye.